Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the 10th episode. 10. 10. 10. Yes. Wow. Double digits. We hit double digits. That is that is surprising. Already. Already. That is surprising. Well, not necessarily surprising. It's it's a good thing, though. Well, no, it's not surprising because I don't know how to shut the fuck up. <laughs> we've we've kind of well, understood you know, this. Like, I, I'm just I'm bitching <clears throat> constantly. And people are like, I don't want to listen to you. Uh, we have a special <laughs> guest star today. Special mm-hmm. guest is Chicky Boom, my little girl. Yeah. Um, we are recording from the the wonders of my home. So if you pick up ambient noise, it's because I have a toddler and she she likes to to make noises and have fun and do do things around the house and yeah and walk and smile and laugh and all that good stuff. So, yeah, because she's a Chicky Boom. Yeah, just like a little Chicky. child does. <laughs> so. Interesting week we had. Did we have an interesting week? It wasn't too bad. Some shit has happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, nothing overly crazy, but I had to fix my kitchen table. Oh, you did? Yeah. I would have you known. Actually, well, you, no, no, not unless you know. If you kind of look under the ledge here, mm-hmm. um, right in the middle, you'll feel an extra piece of wood. Uh-huh. So my kitchen table was a gift um, from back when Melissa and I got married, and it <clears> was starting to bow. Oh, that's not good. Yeah. And then I looked under it today, and the, the little wooden rails that mm-hmm. hold it all together have broken. Oh, that. <laughs> and they were starting to fall apart. Yeah. And that's I'm thinking, not good. okay, well, if I, in my infinite fat ass wisdom, decided to <laughs> lean on the table, I could end up on the floor. This is true. And then we don't have a kitchen table. This is true. Right, Chicky Boom? Yeah. We need and, that kitchen and, table. And then, there, then there's the fact that, you know, if a piece fell, and you didn't realize it, and and she was out here. It could be in her mouth, and you know, yeah, and splinters the piece, and the all piece I pulled out had a nail in it. Yeah, that that no, that's and not we, a good no, thing. We, we can't have no, that. can't have that around the little. The, the little sharpies ones. in her mouth are teeth. Yeah, that's and that's that's not good for parents when you know after a while because oh. you know they are sharp and I. <laughs> they're, not, they're not too sharp. They're just they're there. They're mm-hmm. little like. <laughs> yeah, we. You'll get they'll, they'll, it's, yeah. it's when the top ones come in and then yeah. there's actual biting power going mm-hmm. on. Yeah. Um then then I'm worried. Mm-hmm. Then I'm worried. But so that was a highlight of my day. So the far. highlight of my day so far was getting up out of bed. I can't wait till I'm old. <laughs> where where I'm, I'm old and decrepit, and my my sole joy in life is: did I wake up? Check mark. Pretty much. Can I get out of bed? She. Okay. Okay. Check mark. Yep. It, it might take an hour or two, but I'm loosen up the joints and I can uh-huh. get out of bed. Yep. Um, can I make it to the bathroom in time? Check, check mark. <laughs> life is good. Yes, it is. <laughs> I am three for three today. <laughs> And I made it all. I made all three of them. Yeah, it's those days when you're one of three that you're like, just fucking kill me now. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. But um, no, it it, it was it wasn't a bad week this week. I I wasn't in the other day. Wasn't feeling the best, but yeah, you think you can just call in sick on me? I did. But you know what was funny? <clears throat> so you were telling me the other day about how I was not there at work at my normal time and you mm-hmm. were getting the fourth degree yeah of where were you mm-hmm. um the day you were missing mm-hmm. didn't say a fucking word wow he didn't say a fucking word wow <laughs> like i knew i noticed something was up when i pulled into the parking lot and your truck wasn't there right 
because you, you know, you didn't bother to tell me, hey, I'm calling in dead today. <laughs> you know, like I was going to call in Jeff, you call in dead. Like, mm-hmm. You keep one-upping me and I can't, <laughs> I can't compete. Well, you're not as old as I am, so it's kind of hard. Yeah. But, you know, hey, it, it's understandable. Uh, well, and the little boss says, Daddy, go to work. Yes. Daddy, good. go to work because I need stuff. Yep. Yeah, that's you, right. You, you bang, Put your hammer down there. Bang really. on that table. You Put tell your me. hammer down, little one. That's that's your gavel. You tell David yep. what's up. Say, <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> so that no, happened. But um, that that day though, that was quite interesting because it it wasn't even he he walked in the door, and it wasn't even two steps in the door, and it's no will today. Um. Like, he's afraid of being alone. I guess. I'm not quite sure. I, I'm not works. really sure because um, he's alone most of the night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm around, but I don't venture anywhere near him to talk well, to you, him. Well, you, you, you don't, I mean, he's got, his, he's got a job to do. He needs to do his job, and that's just it. I have a job to do. I need to do my job. My, and, my goal in life is to get my job done as quickly as possible. Right. So I don't have to do anything. Mm-hmm. I can't. Well, I don't want to drag that, it out that's for seven a, and that, a half that's, hours. that's the thing, though. I mean, with him, it's if if you were to go down and talk to him, yep, he wouldn't do his walk. job because he'd be distracted by talking, and yeah, it this, would slow this, it way well, down. We talked about this. That's right. You tell him. Yeah, she agrees. We we talked about this in the whole box thing. Like he operates mm-hmm. in boxes. Yeah, he has to pull one box out, do what's in that box, put that box back, mm-hmm. pull the next one out, and if anything interrupts that box idea, his brain goes off. right. Yeah, brain goes off. Yeah, like like Daddy when he's too tired, brain's just <laughs> off. But, but it, I mean. I'm. I have not heard anything this week as to whether or not he's. No, I can't say that. I think it was Monday. I heard from one of one of the teachers that there was an yeah. issue, and I think that was the day that I talked to him. Oh, that was about the uh, the bathrooms. It, well, there was that, and then the mask on the floor. Oh yeah, yeah, but. Um, other than that, I haven't heard anything, but I haven't gone down and asked him either. I'm at the point right now of... They know who to report to. Yeah, they know who to talk we, to. We've done everything we can. They know mm-hmm. who to report to. I walk through there every now and then, especially when he's done, mm-hmm. around 9 o'clock or so. Sometimes I'll just go walk just to see what, what I see. Like, the ledges for the library mm-hmm. still haven't been dusted in... Well, since we're going started. on three months. Yeah. Yeah. It's November. It's going on three months. Mm-hmm. And the same. He's dusting his lockers, but it, it, anyway, anyway, <laughs> anyway. So the, the little bit I wanted to talk about today was I told you the other day, that was yesterday, I think, um, that my daughter, my other one who's quieter, <laughs> I love you, chicken bone, um, has that job at Coles. Right. Well, she went into work today for her final day at Dunham's, mm-hmm. and the general manager's like, uh, I heard you're leaving. <laughs> you, just what, found, what, you just now found out? <laughs> what, what can I do to get you to stay? More money? <laughs> well, he offered more money. He offered her $12 an hour. Okay. 
which slaps a couple of people in the face that have been there for eight years and True. still aren't making that. They, well, yeah, that would be a slap in the face. And they have keys. Mm-hmm. So it's and it's it's not just the money; it's the environment. Right. The management there has cultivated such an environment that <laughs> <laughs> she she's agreeing with you. She, she knows how is, it is. She she loves this podcasting thing. <laughs> You'd be a big part of it. Big part of it. Everybody, everybody hear you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, talking. when you have when you have a. a, a, a management team that that fosters an environment of I I wouldn't necessarily say hostile but close enough to it well like we were said like I was told I create a hostile work environment right oh no you're you're toxic I am I am toxic yeah you 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 have you you cultivate a toxic environment that's by by showing up and asking people to you know do do your jobs that yeah they were assigned. I, mm-hmm. I, I'm toxic, right? But that's what that place does. Is it breeds a level of toxicity that mm-hmm. the management doesn't want to deal with, right? Because the management is part of the problem, right? They're always running around talking about, well, so and so said this, so and so did that, and mm-hmm. that's not how you're supposed to act as a manager, right? Well, my 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 wife. <laughs> funny, funny, you talk about that type of thing. <clears throat> she had worked at one of the banks. A bank, she was in banking for 20 some odd years. And one of the banks that she worked at had an issue with, with HR, where the lady that was in charge of HR would discuss things with other people about people. Yeah, HR is supposed to keep, and it, that, and it's keep like, that shit to yourself. And it's like, how is this supposed to, how is this, how are you not creating an environment where nobody trusts you? How are you not violating the very policies right. that you're trying to enforce exactly. by talking about employees behind mm-hmm. their back right. to other employees? That is a violation mm-hmm. of the right to well, privacy, it, well, I guess. They, they, they went so far they went so far as to to try to write her up. She called them one day dealing with a funeral. And she was on vacation, I guess, at the time. And her vacation was going to be done, and she called him and said, "Hey, listen, I'm, you know, I got, I just found out so and so died. I had to deal with this." And the lady said, "Okay, fine, not a problem. <clears throat> we're 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 good to go. Just fill out your paperwork when you come back." Okay, seems reasonable. Right. Well, no. So far, no, no. She went and did it. She came back, and they called her in the office and said, "You need to sign this." No. And she's like, what are you talking about? It was basically a write-up because she missed so many days. And she's like, we discussed this. And she's like, well, that's not the point. You missed days. And she fought it. She won. But it's a simple fact of how do you how do you enforce the rules that you want to enforce, but yes. you're not enforcing them because you are talking about it and doing other this, things. This is why I see all these things about shitty companies is because they will take every inch, every mile mm-hmm. they can from you. Yeah. Any advice I could give anyone at any job, <laughs> you do not sign anything that is just pushed towards No, you, you don't. I don't care if it's a write-up. <clears throat> I don't care if it's a termination. You do not sign anything. Unless you've had a chance to read it mm-hmm. and you've had a chance to discuss it yep. with representation yep. from a neutral party. Yep. Well, 
the guy that you replaced at work, he had an issue one time. And he was called into the office. This is just before I got there the first time. <laughs> he was called into the office, and the assistant principal looked at him and said, here, you need to sign this. It was his evaluation, which, you know, you get your evaluation, you look it over, you sign it, it's good, whatever else, and you have disagreements or you know, whatever, you talk about it and such, so forth. Well, on his evaluation on the back, it commented about how he was not coming in to work on snow days in, until his normal time. Well, in our contract, we don't have to be to work on those days until, until your scheduled time. Yeah. You, what, what does it matter? If he wants to be in the building all by himself, right? when his section's already clean so he can do like miscellaneous stuff, mm -hmm. so be it. Right. So as long he, as you're there, then there's no reason he has to right, be there. Right. We only do it as a courtesy. So you because, guys because getting come, out come of the in reasonable, yeah. and get out early. And getting out at a reasonable time would be nice, yeah. especially once the holidays start coming. And in. especially when you have kids. Yeah, when I, have, you I don't want to be at 10 o'clock at night, wandering around, <laughs> playing with myself. It, there's, well, you know. <laughs> not at work. Come on. Come on. I know you're playing on your phone, but that's beside the point. Yeah. But that, I Anyways. Always, I always win that game. I know. Um but he he okay. looked at the assistant principal and said, I, I'm not signing this because of this. He, <clears throat> he went down, got the contract, brought it up, put it down on the table, and said, right there. I do not have to be in here yeah. until no, my schedule time. No, you're right. <clears throat> and the assistant principal whited it out, and then he signed it. And the only reason why it was put in there was because of previous number one, was upset with him because he because wasn't, he wasn't coming in. So the, the number when one he called had to, him. Yeah, the number one had to do stuff. You know, you you can't mm -hmm. just call me and say, "Well, I need you at work." Like, my start time. <laughs> well, I can, but there's a there's a difference between me calling you and saying, "Hey, I need you to come in," or "Can you come?" Or in? "Can you come Not in?" Get in right now. Right. Versus and that's how that number one, I'm sure, right. acted was get in here right now. Essentially, yeah. So I can tell you what to do, right? And I can go hide, or mm -hmm. otherwise, fuck pretty up. much, yeah, yeah. So no, it doesn't matter what person, <laughs> what employer you work for. Know your rights. If they give you a handbook, read that shit. Yes, and then compare that to what the law says, mm -hmm. because you'll see a lot of places will say. um, They'll take. They can take away your breaks. Right. They can start docking your wage mm -hmm. if you're late a certain time, or call-ins need to be so far in advance, right. or days requested off. You cannot black out an entire month right. and tell me I can't take a day off. Fuck you. Mm -hmm. You can't do that. Right. Companies get away with it because no one wants to fight it. Exactly. You know, like speaking of Dunham's. When Black Friday hits, right, you do not get a break. Oh no, you don't. I know you, this. You have I mean, I've never, hour. I've never worked in retail. God, I would if I had to. Walmart gives you plus. Big, big Dunham's doesn't. You, you're on the schedule for twelve hours straight. You do not get a break. They have, <clears throat> they do this like potluck thing, mm -hmm. where if you have a free minute, you can wander back and get a quick bite. Great to bite, eat, yeah. But then you're back on your floor. Mm -hmm. You don't get your hour lunch that they give you <laughs> for being there for eight hours. You don't get a 15-minute break. It's fuck you, make me money. Right. 
And these people, they just take it. Right. They just take it. I don't, I don't understand. Maybe it's because I'm, I don't know, enlightened or something. But why are you letting well, people uh, treat you like shit? A lot of it's, a lot of it's because for ten dollars an hour. To me, I think a lot of it comes down to what you saw when you were raised as a child, what work ethic you have been instilled with. My dad, get up and go to work. Right. That was it. Don't make but, waves. Get up and go to work. But. There's also what you've been exposed to as you've been at workplaces, how you've been treated, are you know, and oh, your own bad. your own thought of self worth is a lot of it, because if you don't think you're worth anything, you're not going to make waves. You're just going to go along with what you're going to do and do what they tell you to do. If you think you're worth something, you will stand up for what you think. You're, you deserve. Or if you think you're right. Or you're right, yeah. Or if you're in a position where you know you're really hard to replace mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. yeah, you can, I melt off to the owner of the company at the factory all the time. We had a screaming match on the factory floor over, he wanted barrels tagged a certain way and I said, no, that doesn't make sense to the people who have to fill the barrels, so right. we're going to do it this way. Right. And we went back and forth. The general manager just fucked off somewhere, the floor manager fucked off somewhere, and we just had it out. Well, how do you think our maintenance guys get away with so much? <laughs> and, then he, and then he had enough, he's like, why do you always have to argue with me? Because Tom, you're wrong. You're wrong and you don't want to admit it. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to tell you exactly what's going to happen. You're going to demand it gets done this way. I'm going to nod my head and say yes. And the second you walk away, I'm going to do it my way, and it's going to fucking work. Right. Why? Because every time I have to do this with you, my way works. Your way strokes your ego. Mm -hmm. And it, and it's it's never fun to try to, to to stroke somebody's ego because the more you do it, the more they expect it. The more they demand and it. And then they demand it. They demand it. And it's not it's not worth it. And that's, no, it's not. Especially for companies that have so much value, mm -hmm. they, they're they're worth so much money. Doesn't matter what you do, you're never going to be doing well, a good well, enough here's, job. Here's 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 a big thing with this, and it goes back to my to my when it comes to companies that are worth something. <laughs> um, the the bank that my my wife started with was people's then they got bought out and then they got bought out again to Talmer. then they got bought out by um T T T tcf tcf and now they just got bought out again by huntington you notice that banks <clears throat> never go under well here's here's the interesting thing they always get bought when out. when Talmer bought people's <clears throat> Talmer was originally thought up by two guys and they had enough money to buy a couple banks. Okay. And that's how they, they became I, I don't. I don't know how you have enough I money don't to either, buy but, a bank. Well, they did. Like, because like, they, well, they, they had enough money to, to invest in, and do this. So once they bought a few banks, got them under their belt, got them up and running and whatever else, they bought some more. And, and essentially, they told the company, they told the people that were working there, in, in a roundabout way, we're making this company big enough so that a bigger bank will buy us. Will buy us. And exactly what happened. When that okay. bigger bank finally got to the point where they bought Tomer out, <laughs> these guys had nothing else to do other than collect the money 
and go and do whatever they're going to do and not have to worry about money. Probably, probably doing the same thing again. No, they're they're actually not even – they're here in the States somewhere, but as to what they're doing, they're probably vacationing, doing whatever. Because they got the money to do whatever they're doing. Yeah, how place. much do you think a bank is worth? <laughs> it depends on what bank you're looking Well, it for. was kind of like those dot-com millionaires right here. They would start a website, it would take off, and then someone mm. like Google would come in and just right. buy them outright. Yep. And they're like, done. I've made my money. I've exactly. made capitalism. Yeah. I'm going to go live on a beach. Yeah. Essentially. Somewhere. But that they they basically said that to the to the workers of the company. We're only doing this to make money. And when you have that attitude, and those in the company see that, and they're not treated well, do you really want to work there? Well, <laughs> this, this kind of falls in with the article I was reading. It was on CNBC today mm-hmm. about um, the worker shortage right. and how it is only getting worse. Oh, that's a definite. Because, one, the people that are currently at these businesses are going, okay, I'm overworked. I'm thinking about quitting. Mm-hmm. New hires are coming in going, how much are you paying? Nope, sorry, I'm out. Right. Or they're going, <clears throat> okay. Everybody here is really overworked and really miserable. Mm-hmm. How healthy is this business? Right. And then they're shying away from it because you don't have happy workers. Right. Your new recruits aren't happy because they're probably not getting paid enough and they don't mm-hmm. think the business is healthy. So they're like, no. And this situation is only – this will eat businesses alive. Oh, and it already has. Not a fast lot, enough. No, but a lot, I mean when you look at, at businesses as a whole, it's now – Starting, starting to affect your bigger businesses. Most of your mom and pop shops and whatever else are gone. They won't come back. Well, they closed during the pandemic. Right. But, they, they just, but, they couldn't but the thing is, is those that did survive aren't going to survive this. No. Because. Not they're, unless they're really good to their people. Right. Well, what you're seeing is you're starting to see it. Well, you, you, you're hearing about it with the chip shortage. Mm-hmm. You're starting to see it in manufacturing. Right. Especially car manufacturing. Mm-hmm. I have a friend who works at Trollaborg. Um, up in Sandusky, and he was working 12-hour days, six days a week. Right. Because they were short on people, Mm -hmm. and they had so many orders. And that's only gotten worse. Mm -hmm. Lori was telling me about where her son works. They're swamped. Yeah. Swamped with orders. They can't get help, and they're paying $22 to $25 an hour. But people, new people coming in don't want to go straight to working 72 hours. Right. Even if the money's good, um, that's not a balance between no, it isn't. work and family. Mm-mm. So they're staying away. You can't just throw money at a problem no, and you expect can't. it to fix. You can't. You have to tell your the people placing the orders, you tell them, hey, I can't take any more orders. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to short these orders as it is because I simply I cannot run my people to death to right. make you happy. But they won't do that because no. that's money coming in. Every successful order is money coming in. Yep. And if they want to keep getting orders, especially from the big three, mm-hmm. they have to keep sucking on that teat of the automotive oh, yeah. industry. Oh, God, yeah. I mean. But they're realizing they can't afford the cost. Mm-mm. When you have people coming in and they don't even make it through an entire shift right. before they quit or the first week and they're out because it's just too much, mm-hmm. you have a failed business model. Right. Yeah, we can handle it. Is not a business model, <laughs> and you see, you, you see, it even in small shit, the the Coney, the, Dan, the Ted's Coney Island, mm-hmm. right up here, closes at three oh, yeah. every day. Still closes at three mm-hmm. because they can't get cooks, right, or waitstaff. 
But guess what they're asking? Experience. <laughs> you you have to be an experienced cook you or an experienced be. waitress well, just to start. Cooking, I, I can kind of understand. Uh, I, not, necessarily, not necessarily that you've been somewhere else and cooked for five years, but somebody that has a basic of an idea of how to operate, how to a, operate grill, a grill, how to make a burger. Right. No, I get that. I get that. That, you, that I understand. You can but, train that. Oh, yeah, you, you can. Hire, you hire in someone, at, start them at the fryer. Mm-hmm. When I worked at the, the diner, I started dishwashing, mm-hmm. and then they taught me the fryer, and then they taught me the grill, and then right. they taught me the griddle, the mm-hmm. main thing. Right. And then I'm making soups, I'm making salads, mm-hmm. I'm making coleslaw, I'm making all of that just to help the cooks out. Right. Because you you essentially made yourself a sous chef. Have you ever worked a Friday or Saturday night at a diner? Oh, yeah, I have. It sucks. Because you're working your ass off. You're working your ass off. But if you're making the money that you should be making, should be making. That job, okay, <laughs> that job was back in uh, 03. <laughs> 2003, I got that job. I made 5.75 an hour. Yeah, you were way under fucking paid. <laughs> no, minimum, minimum wage. You were way under fucking was, paid. Was I think 5.25 an yeah, hour at the time. Yeah, but you're still way underpaid. I was a dishwasher. It's that still, was my title, dishwasher. I know, I know, but which was fine. Which mm-hmm. was fine because if I helped out the cooks, the cooks would be nice to the waitresses. Right. The waitresses <laughs> would eventually pass that along to the dishwashers. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I, I can make pretty good tips oh, I know. from waitresses I know how, I know who are living off tips. I know how that works. And they're like, hey, you guys, you really helped us out. Yeah. Here's, here's 20 bucks. Yeah, I, I did it. And as it's my first job. I'm still I, in high I worked, school. I worked at, it's no longer there, down at the um, Holiday Inn right off the highway there where the bowling alley is. There used to be a bowl, the bowling alley was there, and then there was a smaller hotel. And then between those two was a restaurant that I worked at all oh, year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did hear about that. Melissa was telling me about that, that it was gone. And you, you never, you could never tell. No. And I worked there for a year, and I made some damn good money because of that. Yeah. I, but, I, but I busted my ass. We didn't even have to bust tables. No. All, our only job was washing dishes. Mm-hmm. On Sundays, though, you had to help make toast. Yep. We actually had a specific, we hired a kid, an underage kid. They're like <laughs> fourteen. They couldn't be put on the payroll, so they're paid cash under the table. Yep. But it was their first starter job, and all they did was make toast. Yeah. Or take oh, yeah. phone orders. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We we and it, they loved I know it. how that works. They loved it. I had one kid. He was a little shithead. I stabbed him with a spoon. <laughs> I'm not gonna go did into it. Did make it hurt? Did you make it hurt? Because it hurt more. We were at we were at a company. You're gonna stab him with a spoon, so it hurt more, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, it was the closest thing I had, and I didn't want to. Use, I didn't want to use the fork. Okay. I didn't want to break the skin. But he's being a little asshole. We were at the, the company Christmas party. He's being a little asshole. It's all the dishwashers and you know that mm-hmm. kind of staff sitting around, and we're, we're bullshitting. And he smiles off, and I'm just right in the shoulder. <laughs> he's all pissed at me. He gets up and walks away. I was like, "Fuck him. Fuck him. I don't care. I don't care." <clears throat> Look, bastard. <laughs> well. We will be right back after a short commercial break. Commercials! We do commercials. We do? All right. We should probably start. <laughs> what would we do a commercial for? I don't know. I don't um, know. We could promote something. Okay. What? Uh, I would honestly say... I thought I had stopped, but apparently I didn't. <laughs> so we're still going. We're, what are we promoting? 
Commercially. Um, commercially, commercially, commercially. What can we promote? What can we promote? Um, sell yourself. <laughs> sell myself. That's... You don't want to do that. <laughs> I'm not talking street corner, but come on. <laughs> <laughs> Get yourself, <Jeff. laughs> okay, I'm hitting stop now. All right. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, so- we are. After getting derailed for about an hour talking about something completely irrelevant <laughs> to our 10th episode, Correct. Um, we decided we're going to bring this back to, I guess, food. Well, we, we had talked about... This is National Food Month. <clears throat> this is true. It's, it's because of Gobble 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 Day, <laughs> uh, where I probably literally eat my body weight in <laughs> turkey and gravy and stuffing. It is my favorite holiday, by the way. It is? Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. All right. Good my mom can attest to this because I've had an insatiable appetite for food since I was about three months old <laughs> because I almost died. Okay. I was born with a birth defect. <clears throat> the top valve in my stomach didn't open all the way. Mm. So whatever I would eat would come back up in a spray. Right. And I had to go into surgery at three months. I have a scar. And I'll have it for the rest of my life. Where they cut me open and they fix my insides. Nice. Um, and then my mom, she she tells this story and she tells it probably far better than I do. But she took me back to the doctor for a checkup and the doctor's like, "Well, how's everything going? How's he been eating?" My mom looks at him and is like, "I can't fill him up. <laughs> no matter what, I, it, it doesn't stop. Where does he put it all?" And the doc's like, "Um." Well, maybe you should switch to solid foods. <laughs> um, and since then, I mean, she's shoveling it in. I mean, you picture tiny meat. I actually have pictures of tiny meat. We, we don't look at those. But pictures of tiny meat. And I can out, at that time, I could out eat my brother, out eat my mother. And I mean, any given day, I could out eat my dad. My dad, he's not as big as you, but he's, you know, he's a big kind of brawny guy. It's because mm-hmm. he's all muscle and. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> um, as I grew older, we, we almost had eating competitions as to who could pack away more food. And what is the best holiday for packing away food but Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving. Um, some people would say the Super Bowl, but they can just fuck off because you know, chips and Little Debbie's, that's not thats <laughs> not food. That's not sitting down at the table, the big bird, um, all the fixings. Well, and then you know there's pie, and you're like, mmm. And then you go into a food coma. Which, <sighs> funny side note, okay. You know how they say turkey has tryptophan in it? Yeah. It's that chemical that makes people sleepy. Uh-huh. Well, because of Chicky Boom, I was looking at, you know, some of her pureed meats. One of them is turkey. <laughs> and I asked my wife, does this have tryptophan in it? Is that going to make her sleepy? Because maybe that's the secret. Cranky baby, feed her a little bit of turkey. <sighs> Sleepy baby. <laughs> Makes sense, right? You would think. I I don't know. I haven't Googled it yet because I'm afraid of the answer. <laughs> All right. Now, food. Yes. Food. You have a big you have a big big thing on food. So do I. Um I I obviously love food. <laughs> Pretty I, much I could I couldn't looking at you, Jeff, I couldn't tell. <laughs> not, um, not that whole, you know, I'm almost three hundred pounds. I couldn't tell. <laughs> no. I, 
Um, I don't believe it. You're anorexic. I mean, you yes, I am. Do you want a cheeseburger? <laughs> I think I need one. Uh, Just one? Or you believe me, you know, you eat a really good meal, then you puke it up intentionally. No, no. Only in America. Yeah, only in America. Uh, food is is my probably one of my favorite pastimes. Food is your crippling. This is true, too. But when it comes to, to food, I I have a personal record of... Oh, record. Right. You keep track? Yes, I have on certain things. Uh, apparently, <laughs> I need to get on your level because I, I don't keep track. Um, I look at volume and go, that's a lot of food. And then my, my kids look at me, my wife looks at me, it's like, you're not going to eat all that. And I'm like, fucking watch me. <laughs> we went to a... a all you can eat pizza thing one time. Was and that, was that a challenge because it said all you can eat? Yeah, essentially. For me it was. <clears throat> and we get there, we go in, we all sit down, we get our food and pay for it and everything. And I ate twenty nine slices of pizza. Crust and all. Now, okay, okay, okay. Hold, hold up, hold up, hold up. Twenty nine slices. Yes. Now, what kind of slices are we talking about? Are we talking about the Little Caesars? They don't know how to cut a pizza slice. No, no. Or are we talking about New York cut style slices, where it's an eighth of the pizza? Um, in between those. So a, nor a normal size. A slice. normal size slice of pizza. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> That's like an eating a hot dog eating contest, mm -hmm. and you're just eating the bun. Dipped in, dipped in <laughs> ketchup or something. My my, that's my pizza record. My taco record is forty seven. What kind of tacos are we talking? Are we talking like Taco Bell tacos? I'm going to ask these questions. A yeah, <clears throat> going to an actual Mexican restaurant. Okay. Meat, cheese, tomato, lettuce. <clears throat> Regular size, normal taco. You mean a real taco? Yeah. Not not the. No. The overly processed no, no. swill that Taco Bell serves? No. That runs is through you as fast as you yeah, can swallow no, it? No. Yeah. Not okay. Um, <clears throat> 75 chicken wings. Dude, why are you keeping track? After a certain number, <laughs> you're just you're just like 75 chicken wings. Yep. And you're thinking, at what point should I have said no? <laughs> at what point... Well, do you, I, do you, the, the, what, at what point do I have a problem? Here's the, th the 75, I didn't realize I was eating that much. I, when I was, uh, we were down in Virginia Beach, and it was during the Super Bowl, and we had gotten a Super Bowl family pack. Okay, how many wings? There was 200 of them in there. And there was myself, my ex-wife, uh, our friends, uh, four, two other couples. So there was, what, six of us. And I seventy five out of that two hundred. <laughs> so so five people had one hundred twenty five wings to contend with, mm -hmm. which is about twenty five a piece if mm -hmm. my math is right. Jeff is like uh, <laughs> the rest of those. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now, did you warn them ahead of time? Like, no. I, I'm, I'm wondering if you're like <laughs> like a Tasmanian <clears throat> devil or something. Someone gets near your food, you bite their fingers off. Uh, it's been known to happen. Sort of. What do fingers taste like? They're kind of chewy. 
For those of you that can't see, which is everybody, I'm looking at my fingers going, snack? <laughs> no, I need these. <laughs> I mean, he thinks that would hurt. <clears throat> well, I'll put you, I've, I've been hungry enough where I bit my own fingers when I was eating fries by accident. Because you can't get the fries in fast <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> You're, 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 you're like, okay. Please, please, nah, please, nah, please, nah, please, nah. Yeah, please, Ow! It's okay, Chicken. Sorry, little girl. Please, uh, please don't take this the wrong way, but <laughs> you're probably the kind of guy that if you didn't work, you would be 600 pounds. Oh, I probably would, yeah. Well, I know I would. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it, well, if you're going to die on something, at least die on something you like. Right. So, food? I'm, I'm good yeah. with that. Um... I actually joke with my wife that if my doctor ever tells me I have high cholesterol and to cut out like the pop and the starches oh, and, and the pasta, I'm like, well, just buy my casket now. Mm-hmm. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Daddy's got you. you go back. Um, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> there was another one that I had and I got, uh, what was it? Those three records weren't enough? No, there was one more and it, it was years back. And I've come close to it since then, but I've never actually passed it. I'm trying to think of what it was. Um, uh, what the heck was it? It was an Italian thing. What, eating meatballs? Damn, I'm good. <laughs> There, there's an innuendo joke there, but I'm, I'm going to be the bigger person in the room. <laughs> he outweighs me by 100 pounds. Easy, but I'm going to be the bigger person. It's all in good fun. It's all in good fun. It's 53. all in good fun. 53 meatballs. Yep. Okay, so here's where I'm now, going. Now, those, those, I will say, those were the smaller ones. They were probably... Uh... Golf ball size? Yeah. Okay. Well, here's where I'm going to say, okay, for for one reason, you're not doing the challenge to see how many of them you can fit in your mouth at once. (laughs) And don't look at me like you contemplated. (laughs) You did, didn't you? Yep. (laughs) You know that that. Oh, donut, donuts. Donuts was another one. 24. Donuts. Yes, in one sitting. How are you still alive? I don't know. You should probably <laughs> look into that. Science, science should look into that and go, um, maybe somewhere in this guy's genetic code is the, the cure for anorexia. But I, I, okay, that's we're going to derail food. here for a I second. I love food. I know you love food, but with all the delicious food out there, mm-hmm. how could anyone be anorexic? Tell, find me, find me mm-hmm. one person that doesn't like fucking donuts. Well, you you can't do it. Stop trying. You can't do it. <laughs> Everyone loves donuts. It's like one of the perfect foods. <laughs> this is true. I, can, I, I mean, you, not like well, here, here's, or, here's, or, here's, here's the 
there's a whole psychological thing on anorexia and bulimia and all that stuff. Are donuts vegetarian? Depends on how they're made. I know they're glazed. They have to be deep fried, but if you deep fried in like vegetable oil instead of that's that's all vegetarian, mm-hmm. right? Uh, you, as far as I know, yeah. I mean, you're not using like canola oil or peanut oil. Mm-mm. I mean, I I would think they would be. Because if I have to go vegan or vegetarian and I can't have donuts, fucking oh god, cook. fucking fucking, that cook. ain't gonna happen. No, I no. I, c- I couldn't do it. No, I'm all innuendo implied here. I like my meat, <laughs> red dripping. Well, no, I, I like my food cooked. Thank you. Um, salmonella and E. coli are not things I want to mess with. I will Mm-mm. never eat raw fish. Never. I Mm-mm. no. Mm-mm. But, I don't understand. But, I don't understand that. I don't. I, I mean, well, okay. So, countries like Japan, which mm-hmm. rely entirely on their fishing market because they do not have the land for agriculture, right? It's all mountains and shit. They live incredibly long, healthy lives. Mm-hmm. Most of them, ninety plus, without oh, yeah. breaking a sweat. Mm-hmm. Clearly, clearly, we are doing something wrong. Oh yeah. But some of their food mm-hmm. looks. Just what is that? Right. No, it, um, it look, it, it, I, I look at it, it. It looks like a marshmallow. Well, I, I, you know, marshmallow. Here's, here's the thing. I look at it and I'm like, okay. <clears throat> that is an octopus arm. Tentacle. Tentacle. They, they're they really big no. tentacles. No. You ever notice that? Yeah. What is that, that, is, that, is, that is a squid. No. Cephalopod, actually. Whatever. Whatever it is. No. No. I'm sorry. No, I, I I will take a crab and I will take a lobster. I will take a fish, as long as it's cut. I've never had crab not, or lobster. I am not about to take something else. No, a sea urchin. No. Okay. First off, first off the, the major the major <laughs> thing with eating octopi mm-hmm. is one you have to get past just the sight of it. Mm-hmm. It's it's a long tentacle thing. It's got suckers on it. Yeah, it's slimy looking. Mm-hmm. It, it you look at it. Like, and Bleh. well, here's the thing. If, you know, once you've cut it, Matt, and you put it down on the on the table and whatever else, and they have a tendency to eat these things raw too. You throw a little bit of salt on that. What's that thing do? It shrivels up like it's moving. No, no. Yeah, I prefer uh-uh. I prefer my food dead. Right, exactly. Very, very yeah, dead. no, no. Uh, uh-uh. no. Like this is. <laughs> and, I'm sure lobsters don't have the brain capacity to understand what's happening to them, but being pulled out of a cold tank mm-hmm. alive right. and dumped into boiling water so mm-hmm. they can scream in English, yep. that's not food. One, if it's something I have to do battle with to get to its insides, <laughs> that's not food. Like clam? No, I am not doing battle with... I'm already hungry, Okay. <laughs> How, I don't, see, the, most, the most battle I don't know I will how do, some, I don't know how somebody can eat raw oysters and raw clams either. The most battle mm-hmm. I will do is cracking an egg. <laughs> I will show my physical superiority <laughs> over this egg. Yes, yeah, I will. That, that, Ting. That, see, I, will, look, I will battle. Ting. I will battle that. I will win every time. <laughs> um, there may be pieces in it. My egg should not be crunchy. <laughs> 
But no, a lot of seafood, I'm just... Uh, we're, we, humans are not meant for that. I feel. I feel mm-hmm. we are not meant for that. If we were meant to eat a shit ton of seafood, we would be aquatic. But yeah. we're not. We are land-based animals. Mm-hmm. We should be, and we're omnivores. Yep. So while there is, you know, fruits and berries and nuts and vegetables and stuff like that, yep. there is also the meats. Mm-hmm. Like Arby says, we have the meats. Oh, yeah. How, how just, someone can decide that I'm just not going to eat that entire section and only stick to this stuff? I don't eat, I don't get have it. Have you ever looked at tofu? I won't touch it. I wouldn't touch it either. No. One, it doesn't look appetizing. No, it don't. My food has to have a certain presentation. Right. I'm spoiled. Well, here we we went to my wife's is picky. I say spoiled. We we went to uh, Texas Roadhouse the other day. Roadhouse and Roadhouse. <clears throat> yep, and it was some damn good steak. I enjoyed it thoroughly. So much. If so, I had better teeth, I'd enjoy steak. But so much so that. I seriously considered ordering another one to bring home so I could have it the next day. I just didn't want to pay for it. Wow. You know, so that still it was it was a it was a freaking steak. Good. Good food. Good good food. Food. And yet there's an entire group of people <clears throat> in this country that says no, that's murder. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. These things were put on this planet for my consumption. <laughs> oh, okay. We, we okay, have okay. bred. We have bred cows specifically <laughs> for eating. Same thing we did with chickens. Same thing we've done with pigs. Mm-hmm. We bred them. We bred all the terrible treats out of them to make fat. Right. Steaks. Yep. Now, Chicken wings. I, I am Bacon. not. I am not saying, and we're we're not saying that you can't be a vegetarian. No, I'm saying it. I'm saying. It. Well, I'm yes, not, yes. You can get all the nutrients. You, you no, want no, no, no. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that we're not telling you that you can't be a vegetarian. If you want to be a vegetarian? By all means, go ahead. He's all that all that means is I no all that means is I get more meat, so I'm this, happy this with is, that. This is true. Be, be vegetarian. I'll take the meat. There you go. I think I just broke that. I did. I just now just that. remember something though. My food eats yours. How do you say no to bacon? I I don't know. I that, I, bacon's I, its own food group. I know? can understand if you grew up never knowing the taste of meat. Mm-hmm. But no one in America has grown up ever, unless unless your parents are vegetarian now, like they started this in the nineties, and mm-hmm. then had you, right? You you've never how? <laughs> I know people. I have an old friend. He used to be an omnivore like the rest of us, mm-hmm. and then he went vegan. And now you know now does did he get did he get the vegan powers like in Scott Pilgrim? No. So that's the only reason why I would even consider it. No, see, I wouldn't even consider it one one. Because, but it'd be very hard because when you start replacing stuff like like milk, mm-hmm. you start replacing it with soy. Right. Soy has an extra chemical in it mm-hmm. that's akin to natural estrogen. Now, is that where what, the man bun comes from? What you know about <laughs> male biology 
is if you introduce too much estrogen, the it man bun happens, counteract the testosterone, <laughs> and you get fucking man buns. Yep. Can't have that. No. Mm-mm. No. You're not a man. No. Cut that thing right off. It, and, okay, I can understand if you're trying to do like a top knot like they used to do in well, there's, there's feudal a Japan. There's a difference, though. But that's because you were a warrior. And right. You couldn't have your hair in your eyes. This is you're a greaseball that doesn't want to cut their hair mm-hmm. because you're too busy taking your girlfriend's strap on. You're more woman than she is. She can balance the extra estrogen. That makes her mm, girl power. It turns a man into man. Oh, you big strong man! Well, you know there are. That's a that's a completely different topic for us. <laughs> but food, food. What is your favorite food? Oh, that's tough. That's tough. Are we talking breakfast food, lunch food, dinner food, midnight snack food? Just region of food, like a, region of food. Uh, ah, yeah. Italian. Italian. I am a, an Italian, which I am the black sheep of this household. Yeah. My wife and my daughter both love Mexican mm-hmm. to an almost nauseating degree for me. <laughs> um, my, my wife and daughter both love Alfredo. Right. Okay. Which I cannot find a good Alfredo recipe to save my life. Everything we have, we've tried, we have to compare it to Olive Garden. Uh-huh. And nothing compares to Olive Garden. Okay. Two times. I don't know what kind of crack they put in that, <laughs> but I could eat that shit all day long. <laughs> Two things. <clears throat> One. My 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 wife, I believe, has an Alfredo Alfredo recipe that I will have to dig out and give to you. I okay. I will try anything to find Two. a good Alfredo that I don't have to pay seventeen dollars a plate for. Two, I agree with you on on the Italian. Italian is probably my favorite. It's it's my of, fucking kryptonite of of foods. <clears throat> now, if you're taking this, I love lasagna. Garfield has nothing on me when it comes to lasagna. That cat can go. Well, I'm pretty. Just... I'm, I'm pretty sure you hate Mondays more than he does. <laughs> oh yes, I do. And, and the other the other guy is Odie. Mm-hmm. Does that make me Jim? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Still, lasagna is probably my favorite food ever. Lasagna is one of those perfect creations. Oh, it is. Like, like pizza. It's a perfect creation. Mm-hmm. It takes all of the, the items out of spaghetti yep. and layers it in a mm-hmm. nice, neat, stackable. Yep. You, you can cut it cold. It comes out one nice little square chunk. And mm-hmm. you're like, That's great. And then no, you no, warm you, it up and you, it starts to cut it back together. You cut it and you take everything else around it and put it on the plate and leave that little spot there for the midnight snack. Do you not share this with your wife? There, we make two. <laughs> like, no, no, like, this one's mine. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And half of that is mine as well. What's yours is mine. <laughs> What's mine is mine. See, that's... <laughs> Speaking of, of something like that, my grandmother, I dessert-wise, lemon cake, my grandmother's lemon cake, God rest her soul, I love. Probably the best lemon cake I've ever had in my entire life. Don't let Karen hear that. She already knows. <clears throat> I'm sorry, Karen. <laughs> just, just, my, hit, just hit him with a chair. My, do better. Myself and my cousin Steve, when Grandma would make this, she would bring two 
to the house. One for the fam, one for you two? Yep. We would cut that thing in half and eat it while everybody else had the rest. Hmm. I was very particular for apple pie. Like, it depends on the apple pie. My, but my I do grandma like had it. a recipe for apple pie that my mom had perfected, and it was it was delicious. I have since fallen out of love with <clears throat> apple pie as as I age. I, mm -hmm. Okay. Well, you're, they say your taste buds change every five years. I don't know how well that is because it doesn't seem to work well, with me. When I spent eleven, <laughs> when I spent eleven years smoking, my mm -hmm. my taste buds were like, "What the fuck is this? <laughs> we don't even know what's going on." <laughs> And then I quit, and suddenly the other thing's like, whoa, a flavor! <laughs> flavor, flavor! <laughs> my taste buds have problems. <laughs> Pretty much all of me has problems. Yeah, well, we can discuss my wife, some other you time. Want, you want my wife's kryptonite? Hmm. And she's, she's proud about this. Pumpkin pie. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. I know, I like some pumpkin pie, don't get me wrong, but... Store-bought, homemade, doesn't matter. Mm. Doesn't matter. See, pumpkin pie. You do not come over here with just one. <laughs> because nobody else will get in. <laughs> that pumpkin pie is hers. My my wife, it's probably tacos. And see, I'm not a big veggie eater. And, and that's one of mm -hmm. the big complaints. That's why I don't like Mexican food. Right. So it's that, that and it's or, or Greek food. Like, like my nachos. She, it's, it's one of, it's one of the two because, well, she's Macedonian and that's close to, to Greek yeah. and that, and they have pretty much almost the same type of almost food, Greek, almost the same culture. Right. So it's surprising that Italian <clears throat> is so different from Greek mm -hmm. when they're that close together. I know. But, um, but all that Mediterranean, you can just roll that all into one. She, <laughs> I went to her. Teta Flora's house, Aunt Flora. <clears throat> Teta Flora is from Macedonia. She came here when she was 20s, early 20s, I think. And because um, Uncle Ted went over to Macedonia, picked her for his wife, and brought her back here. That's a conversation <laughs> for another time. Correct. But we went over there for Thanksgiving, I think it was, and it was Thanksgiving Meat Fest. Oh, my God, I was in heaven. Do you have a meat fetish? Dude, there were seven kinds of meat there, one vegetable and pies. And the only vegetable that was there was the green beans that my wife brought with her. <laughs> Everybody's looking at her like, you brought a vegetable? No, they were... They, the women, the, the women were happy that there was a vegetable there. Besides, yeah, see, this, we're gonna, we need to talk about other cultures and mm -hmm. how women fit into those other cultures versus <laughs> America. But again, an episode for another time. Right. Um. Yeah. Well, I do like Asian food. Asian food's good. Like Thai, I like mm -hmm. Thai food. My, I don't like egg rolls. I, I, I the, like it depends concept. on the, depends on the egg roll. It's the concept of an egg roll. That I don't it like. depends on the egg roll. Personally, um, I like Japanese food. I like What's Chinese funny? food. Teriyaki, or I like mm. Thai food. Bits, bits of Thai food. Um, I, I've been, oh, like I said before, I've been to eighteen different countries. And I'll tell you a story about this. <laughs> we were in Los Angeles and we went to this Thai restaurant. We're going to have to pause and come back because 
The story is too good to not. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, 18 different countries. You've seen some shit. You've seen oh, some yes, food. Yes, I have. Oh, God, yeah. You've eaten some food. Yes, I have. Some I, some I won't mention on here. What? I don't want to, well, I no, really don't care about offending somebody, but then again, it's, <sighs> I've had camel, I've had dog, I've had cat, I've had rat, um, I've had shark. Well, rat, rat, you're in the Navy. That's just, it, it <laughs> fell into the pot. You didn't even skin it. It just, no, serve it to the boys. Serve it to the boys. We can't afford to throw that out. So, yeah. A lot of it is like chicken. It tastes like chicken. But then again, people say things taste like chicken because I personally think chicken takes on the taste of whatever you have with it. I think it's one of those, these meats don't have their own distinct right. flavor because we haven't engineered them mm-hmm. to have their own flavor. Right. Like frog legs or snake or anything like mm-hmm. that. It's mankind hasn't said, okay, this is going to become a staple mm-hmm. and this is what we're going to do to make it unique. That's why chicken hasn't really evolved much. It's so bland. And like you said, it takes on the characteristics of what mm-hmm. you make with it because it is in essence, the perfect food. Right. All right, so. Yeah, okay, so we're going to brief commercial break again, and uh, we'll come back and knock this one out the park. Oh, knock it out the park. Yay! Everybody ready? One. Was this, like, one strike, two strike, batter up? Yep. And back for the first time. It is us again. You know, we did not do an intro. We did the 10th episode, but we didn't even do a, a channel thing like hey this is talk is cheap or anything like that we didn't i do have my my generic okay you know, we can throw that in well there, just just to put this out there this is our 10th uh, episode of talk is cheap this is Yay! you are here with our with with the hosts will the host with the mosts and jeff i'm just i'm just here <laughs> you are an integral part of yes that. i know i am i I mean, this was our idea. Yes, it so was. We, and, and don't get me wrong. I enjoy this. I do enjoy this. I have fun with this. this, this and, but you know how I am. What do I... What, what do I... You are, uh, in, in some loose definitions, um, the very pinnacle of an introvert. Yes. Um, where I, <laughs> I am so out there and so obnoxious and I almost to the point where people want to hurt me or to the point where I want to hurt myself. Like, stop it. Uh, And you're here going, well, he's off on a tangent. Yes, I'm here. Hi guys. Are you going to let me talk? And I'm like, no, I'm not going to let you talk. That's kind of the part of the problem is I don't know how to shut up. Anyway, we were talking about food. You had a story. I did have a story. Okay, mm-hmm. so when I worked at the factory, yep. we went around the country and we bought parts, mm-hmm. which is kind of a subset. But one time we were out, and I think I think I was gone for a week. We were out in California in southern Los Angeles. Ooh. Um, yeah, I don't recommend Cali. it. I don't recommend it. Um, <laughs> I have a couple of stories about Los Angeles, but I don't recommend Los Angeles to anyone. <laughs> to anyone okay? Mm-hmm. I, I don't. If you want to be a porn star, only can. Anyway, <laughs> so we're we just got done, 
you know, seeing a client and buying mm-hmm. a bunch of parts. And it was about lunchtime. And we still had like a three-hour trip to get to the next spot. Because um, that's where we we're going to be there for a couple of days. So we're going through. And my boss at the time liked to eat a wide variety of foods. He wasn't your typical American who could just pull into McDonald's, get mm-hmm. something to eat, and be on the road. Mm-hmm. He wanted to go and and I think part of it was one, he wanted different foods, right. and two, he wanted to culture his workers. Okay. Which, if you know anything, if you're paying me twelve bucks an hour, I don't care what kind of culture you're showing me. I don't care. <laughs> it does means nothing to me. Mm-hmm. But but I went because you know. Why the fuck not? Hey, you know it's an experience. Well, well is he paying for it? Oh yeah, I got. Well, paid. then it's free food. He paid so, for everything. So then you go. The the only thing I have to pay for, and this is at the time when I was smoking, was my cigarettes. Mm. Everything <clears throat> else he wrote off on his taxes. Nice. So yeah, business expenses. So there when we go. needed drinks for the site or hotel mm-hmm. rooms or a rental car, anything like that, he wrote off. Anyway, so we're going around, and he's like, "Well, what do you feel like eating today?" And I'm like. I don't know. Because it doesn't matter what answer you give. <laughs> you're going wherever he's going to take you. You're going wherever. Mm. You're going where the money is going. Yep. So you go with the money or you don't eat. Yep. And this is before I had my own company credit card. <laughs> okay. Which is a whole other thing we'll get into later. Anyway. So we stop at this Thai place. Mm-hmm. And I, Thai food, Thai food and I, we're, we're good friends. Okay. I, yeah. I like me some Thai. I like me some, some teriyaki, some rice, some, mm-hmm. some chicken or beef that's made Completely un-American. Right. Okay, you can't just slap barbecue sauce on it, call it Oriental. It mm-hmm. doesn't work. So I order something that I know is, is safe. And these places, when you're in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. southern Los Angeles, and you're in the suburbs, you're not in the city proper, right. everything is zoned. You have Mexicanville, you mm-hmm. have Koreatown, yep. and you have the black neighborhood. Right. And maybe somewhere there's some white people sprinkled within, but they don't talk to each other. <laughs> okay this group mm-hmm. hates that group which hates that group which hates this other group everybody mm-hmm. you know when you've crossed Cross the line aerial yeah. lines okay so and this is the funny thing about los angeles <clears throat> you have no idea and you do because you traveled how many times i have to ask someone to translate the mm-hmm. menu oh yeah i <laughs> i actually <laughs> developed a system i would look for Whatever pictures they had on the menu, <laughs> whatever looked like something I could identify, yep. I would order that, that one. Yeah, and I would point at the picture. <laughs> I wouldn't follow because the rest of this, I don't. What is that? And I don't want someone to explain. And you don't want a special order at places right. oh, like God, this. Oh God, no! You just don't do it. Mm-mm. So I ordered something. I knew it was teriyaki chicken. It came with rice. It came with vegetables. All right, I'm good. I'm good. That's. Mm-hmm. Do you want? Do you want a side with that? Nope. 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 Good. Just want this. I just want this. <laughs> and, and a drink, please. Please, do you have Pepsi, right? <laughs> Please tell me you have Pepsi. If I'll take Fanta. I don't care. <laughs> it has to have caffeine. Give it to me. Because I can't drink tea. Tea is bleh. My boss, in his infinite wisdom, because he's naive as fuck. Oh, God. Orders a soup. Mm. Okay. Well, soup's good. And his dinner plate. What he wasn't expecting was the soup to be a meal in and of itself. <laughs> okay. 
Now you've seen mm. you've seen a regular cereal. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. The bowl of soup they brought <laughs> mm-hmm. was the size of that Halloween pail. <laughs> they brought that and they brought a separate bowl for them to pour it into so he could eat it. And then they brought his order on top of it. And he's looking and he's like, You want some soup? And I'm like, No. <laughs> nope. Don't need no soup. I'm good. <laughs> don't want any of it. Because <laughs> he ordered some and it was like some sort of gumbo or something. And oh, it, it just God. it did not look good. And I think there was stuff in it that shouldn't have been <laughs> called Probably. food. Um, maybe a seagull or five. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm I'm over here. I'm fine. Hey, ain't nothing wrong with some city chicken. You're good to uh, go. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm picking out the stuff I can't identify because I'm not going to eat that. I'm mean, eating the stuff I can identify. That's and and, and I did try things. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, what is this? I'll try it. If I don't like it, well, I will discreetly mm, yeah, take a yep. big swig and mm-hmm. get it just down the system and hopefully I don't vomit. Yep. Because oh, yeah. mm-hmm. my brain says, okay, you don't like this, get this out. Mm-hmm. Do not accept oh, it. Yeah. Do not pass go. Been get there. it out. Been there. Been there. Massive, massive bowl of soup. We left that massive bowl of soup. <laughs> he didn't even finish the little bowl they gave him. <laughs> he drank like half of it. And then it was on to the entree. And they were like, oh, you want five for this? And I'm, we're like, and I'm trying really hard not to bust out laughing. Because I know we're not going to take a soup container the size of a gallon jug to the hotel room for him to eat. Cold. We're not going to do it. We're going to throw that. They're just going to throw that away. Yeah. <clears throat> and they did. But uh, <clears throat> one of the places I did find, it's called, and you've probably heard of this, El Polo Loco. Mm-hmm. which stands for crazy chicken. Dude, those guys, those guys, and they're all owned by Mexicans. And bless, bless them. Mm-hmm. Bless them. The best chicken I've ever had was from El Polo Loco. When we were in Chicago, um, we would go there all the time, all the time, because Chicago is one of our mainstays. It's actually Waukegan, just north of Chicago. And they had this awesome El Polo Loco. And like the boss didn't even have to ask us. We knew where we were going. I mean, you could pass an Arby's, a Burger King, a McDonald's. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. It didn't matter. We we're yep. going to El Polo Loco. Yeah. And when we went as a group, there's only one guy who's a pickier eater than me. The guy <laughs> thought rice was maggots, so he wouldn't eat it. <laughs> so when we stopped for when we stopped at a Thai quick Thai restaurant, mm-hmm. he literally ordered just chicken, <laughs> just barbecue chicken off the kids' menu. <laughs> it still came with rice. <laughs> Like, he tried to convince the, the, the girl behind the counter that he didn't want the rice. And they're like, we, we, we have to. Why, why you not like rice? You not like rice? And I don't mean to sound stereotypical. I really don't. Their, their attempts at English, I understood them just fine. Because they were like, because he ordered first. Right. And we're standing back there. And we're just. My, Shaking your heads. My boss is on his phone because he's trying not to. And I'm groaning. <laughs> I'm like, Steven, for the love of fucking God. Order something. Order a chicken strip. Get out of the way. <laughs> because the guy's like, I, you have fries? No. This is not a fast food restaurant. You wanted that. There's a KFC just down the block. Mm-hmm. Walk. Walk. <laughs> but he didn't have the company credit card, so someone had to go with him. And I'm teriyaki chicken. I'm all over it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I get up to the counter like, you difficult too? No. <laughs> no. I want a number three mm-hmm. and load that teriyaki. Teriyaki good? Yes, teriyaki very good. <laughs> rice? Rice very good. White or, white or brown? <laughs> Both. And she's like, okay, okay, okay. And I'm like, yes, this lady understands me. <laughs> and then the boss orders something com- completely ridiculous. 
you ever been to those places where um, the griddle's like at the table and mm-hmm. they prepare the food in front of you? Mm-hmm. My boss, he did this to me. We were in Chicago. And this is one of the times we didn't go to El Polo Loco. And I was surprised. Right next door to this this Thai, it was a Thai Indian place or something like that, was this pizza parlor. Two of the guys went to the pizza parlor because they knew what was going on. <sighs> they were going to get drug in there. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hey, Will's never been there. Take him. <laughs> and the boss was like, that's a good idea. You're coming with me. And I'm like, fuck me. And choke on a pepperoni. But we go in there and I'm like, all right, all right. You know, I'm not got to make good impressions with the boss because it is the boss. And I have way more fun than those assholes did with their greasy SP. The guy comes, he's flipping this egg around on a spatula. And I'm like, I'm made. I'm blown away. Like, I'm looking at this thing in IMAX. Like, I've never seen someone <laughs> with an egg. I, I look at an egg and go, I'm going to break you looking at you. <laughs> he's flipping it around, and he's spinning it on the grill. And, and then, like, he just flips it, and he catches it on the edge, and he cracks it. And then it just, like, spills around the – and then he's – and I'm like, dude. He's like, you like it? I'm like, yes. Yes, I like what you have. I Surprise me. <laughs> and he whips up this awesome thing, and it was great. There's served vegetables, and it's right. And I mean, yes. Go on road trips, people. Go on more road trips. Experience, Experience. other cultures. Yes. And it's not all Thai food, trust me. I've had good food. <laughs> we went, where were we? We were in Arizona. And this is part of that trip. I was gone for two weeks, which was hell, okay. by the way. Two weeks with your boss that you can't oh, get away from. Yeah, that's never fun. We we had a fight in the car <clears throat> driving through Arizona back to Los Angeles. <laughs> we had an all-out – I'm driving. We had an all-out screaming match in the car. <laughs> it's just me and him, which is never a good idea. It's I, I didn't understand how he did business, and I thought he was being treated poorly, and he was like, just shut up. And I was like, no. Okay, you bring me on these trips because you want – my advice you want me to tell you what's good or not that was a bad deal we just bought thirty thousand dollars worth of garbage we're gonna get it back home because it's been sitting out in the fucking arizona desert and i'm gonna have to throw away 90 percent of it <laughs> he's like you you throw away 90 percent of that and i'm firing you then don't buy it because <laughs> and just to wrap that story up real quick we got it back i went through i threw away 80 percent of it <laughs> Because we started, we rebuilt these things. Once right. we started cracking them apart and we saw the sand inside, yeah. and you have to yeah. turn them oh, yeah, to yeah, see yeah, if they well, function. Yeah. And sand <clears throat> in something that's an aluminum cased piston, no. Doesn't work. Anyway, we stopped at this Mexican restaurant, and I had never had a chimichanga before. Okay. Okay. I knew what a wet burrito looked like, <clears throat> and I was like, <clears throat> <clears throat> don't vomit on my plate. <clears throat> And chimichanga, he was like, it's kind of like a burrito. And I was like, eh. <clears throat> but they didn't have anything else that I could even identify <laughs> without asking someone. You know, I hate because he right. he could speak Spanish. I didn't want to ask him, what does this say? Mm-hmm. I'd done that before. It didn't work out. It, no. <sighs> I ordered this chimichanga. And I'm, okay, I'm expecting like something maybe, maybe as long as my pop bottle. No. 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 Mm-mm. Now, apparently, when you order something at a real authentic Mexican, you mm-hmm. get an authentic Mexican quantity. Yeah. It was not 
this this little 16 no. ounce pop off. No. It mm. was the size of a two liter <laughs> mm-hmm. in width and in length, and it was delicious. <clears throat> yep. It was delicious. <clears throat> I couldn't eat. I tried. I tried to eat it all. I could not do it. Anyway, you have food stories. Yes. Because I've been talking for 15 fucking minutes now. My dad's family on on my sister, my dad's sister married into uh, Vogelsongs, which married into a a Spanish family. Um, Spain Spanish or Mexican? Latin America Spanish. Latin. Okay. So, Grandma Lupe, Lupe. Yeah, Lupe, get that yep. right. Yep, I'm sorry, Grandma Lupe. Grandma Lupe, and this was when I was younger, up until mm. I was probably 16. So from about well, the age of five until then. <clears throat> Once every, it was almost every other weekend over summer, she would get up on Friday morning and she would start with making the tortilla shells from scratch and then and saturday morning with making an authentic mexican breakfast oh my god i food big 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 food. big food 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 huevos vancheros steak eggs you know, oh my god. I never, I've soft. never had oh. steak in eggs. Steak does not seem like a breakfast food oh, to me. Oh god, it is. But it is. It oh, it definitely is. I, no, I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> okay. We would go there and she she would do everything almost all the prep work the day before, and then she'd get up at like six in the morning on, on Saturday. And the first course would be done around eight. Course course more more than one yes oh god there was at least five how just how how, cooking. Are, how do you fit that much food in in, in in one body well i mean you had the family would show up so there was like 30 of us you know and she, she cooked for everybody this is um Bringing this back to the favorite food in Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. this is that's the point of Thanksgiving. Is, right. is having the the whole mm-hmm. family sitting down in that dinner. <clears throat> I, Melissa and I have been trying to make that a reality, a tradition, because I remember growing up. Okay, you we always go over to grandma's for Christmas. Mm-hmm. It's big, big Christmas spread, and it's not even about the presents. It's about you see all your cousins yep. and whatnot. You have a blast, and there's good food, and it's, mm-hmm. it's great. We want to have that for our kids right. we want our kids to know that every holiday they should be coming home for mom's cooking right that's your your grandma lupe story reminds me of that when mm-hmm. the family comes right. together and those cultures especially the mexican culture and the latin american culture they're so family oriented very much so that you you almost feel like an outsider you do if you're not if you're not part of that family it's very hard to to understand what's going on in the dynamic of it because yeah. if you're not used to it you don't know americans we don't we don't have that we mm-hmm. we, we think our our family get togethers our holidays and sporting events it's not sunday dinner right in those cultures everyone came home for sunday dinner oh, unless you lived out of state right 
if you lived in the town, you come home yeah. for Sunday dinner. Mm -hmm. Grandma or mama, they'll be calling you. Oh, yeah. Where, where are well, you? Well, see, that's the thing. We you, won't start you, you look, you're here. You look at, at those cultures, uh, Japan, Latin American, Mexican, and that. I want to say every culture but American. English. Almost. It's most the, the of European cultures are probably hit or miss, but right. all of the Latin cultures, all the the, Europe, the Asian right. cultures. Their, their idea of family is... They that have, family stays together. They have an idea of until that family to that older person passes on, and then it falls on to the next one, right? To continue that, and they they have a tendency. Very rarely do do the families not live together, or live or live close enough to be yeah. within within range of getting there quickly or whatever. Um, here, we have a tendency, and and this is something that actually kind of goes to, to kind of goes back to, and it's kind of funny. <clears throat> I don't know if you remember Mork from Work, Mork and Mindy. Yeah. Okay. Robin Williams' concept of old age and how him his is an alien, his culture was, and how they were born and whatever. They are born old. And become young as they get older to where a Benjamin Button. Yeah. So you take you're taking care of them as an old person. They're they're mentally young, but body wise and function wise, they're an old person. But in order for them to stay around and for you to continue to take care of them, they become young to where they need you to take care of them as a baby. Essentially most of your other cultures in the world do this. We don't. Our our idea of taking care of a family is you have a baby. Baby grows up. Baby, baby grows up. Baby moves out. Baby moves out. <clears throat> Sometimes they may move back in depending on the situation, what's going on. But essentially, unless you yourself are going to live at home with that child or you're capable essentially of being able to live by your live on your own in your own house you're going to get sent to a home and more likely be forgotten about and that's yes, because you're no longer a productive member right. and and most family the family unit in America has been destroyed yes and this is a discussion that we need to have later mm -hmm. on why how and why i want to do a, a separate episode about <laughs> but it i think and then, <laughs> Bringing this kind of back to food, when you're able to have a, a family dinner Saturday or Sunday, a weekly family dinner where everybody gets together, even if it's a once a month thing, at least it's something that's a common thread through the family. Food, food is like music. It's a universal yes. icebreaker. Yes, very and much ev so. Everybody needs to eat. <clears throat> and everybody, especially in a family, has grown up on the same food. Right. We all know what we all like. Mm -hmm. So having all of that in one place, you know, it. It's you always comfort. have something safe to come yes. home to. It's, it's a comfort. It's a safe thing. But as far as watching other cultures, <laughs> I'll never forget this. We were in England, Portsmouth, England. We were there for eight weeks total, four weeks each. We went out for a week and came back. Anyways, we had gone 
I was up on the quarterdeck. We were getting ready to leave myself, Jason, um, Roger, and Tom. And we were all standing up there, and this guy walks up. And he asked quarterdeck, officer deck, he's like, do you have any sailors that wouldn't mind having a home-cooked meal? And we're all kind of standing there. We were getting ready to leave. And he looks at us. And we're like, yeah, well, sure, we'll go. It was the chief of police of Portsmouth, England. Okay. So, sure, we'll go. So he, we all go down. We pile into his cars. And for being in England, they have tendency to have smaller cars. We all kind of crammed ourselves yeah, in there. smaller roads. <laughs> so we get there to his house. And... Him, his wife, his two daughters, his son, the grandmother on her side, his grandmother on his side, and like two aunts of his. They already had a full house. <laughs> yeah, but they were having a dinner, and it was a, it was a Saturday night, and they were just having a family dinner, and they had thought it'd be nice to bring some guys from the American ship home. To have a dinner. Because you guys are out at sea. You don't right. have that, that family so, dinner. As much as you're you're close to your, your bunkmates or your mm -hmm. squadmates or whatever, they're not family. 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 Right. They're not. So we get we get there and England is probably we're close to England and how things are and how things are done. We got it, we got a lot of our, our issues. Yeah, from we, we we hit common thing. But I found it interesting to watch the family dynamic of a country that is so similar to us. Yeah, so different. So different that just sitting there, a foreigner, feeling comfortable and almost feeling like I'm at home because they made you feel that way. Americans... We're not inviting. No, we're not. We're, we're very, very paranoid. Very, <laughs> very us focused. Mm -hmm. Well, me focused. It's every American is me, 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 me. Um, yeah, that's. This is where I think we we've lost our way as a country <clears throat> mm -hmm. because of our degradation of values. Um, something we'll we'll talk about later. Um, yeah, that's that's a lot about food. But I was, but the, the the thing with the food with them was, it was, a, it was comfort. Even though I didn't know a lot of the food that they had, you know, which most of it's similar to ours, but everybody's called different things and all that other crap because it's English. <laughs> Still, um, potatoes versus potatoes, right? But rotten tomatoes. <laughs> it was, it was warm. It was inviting. It was inviting. And and to watch how they all interacted. And and bringing us, even though the, the, the five of us that were there, we're all from different parts of this country of the United States. We all have our own idiosyncrasies, you know, from Michigan, from Ohio, from Pennsylvania, from Wisconsin, from Oklahoma, you know. And I, most of those are pretty close together that we're <laughs> – kind of the same right i mean new england is different but, oklahoma's way off in fucking left field so we all get and but to have them talk to us ask us questions invite us into their house make us feel welcome give us a meal 
that is as close as I'm going to get to a home cooked meal for who knows how for long. long. It shows you how food is that that center of a lot of different things and a lot of different cultures. It's that comfort, like you said. It's that comfort. It's it's this, that you can it's, get. It's this table right yep. here. Was was everybody in the family? Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter what your life story was. Everybody came together. Yep. Here. Yep. Everybody shared their experience. Mm -hmm. they're, they're here. As Americans, we have taken this, and this is storage. Yep. We put stuff on it. Mm -hmm. We don't come sit at it. Nope. We, we want to think that one person is above it, so, or not above it. Again, like I said, we, we've lost our way. And it's really hard for us to claw our way back because our society does not, is not welcoming to strangers. No, it's not. It is not welcoming even to our own family. And, and, and. Because we let everything else get in the way of, we're just family. Family is, is, for me, food and family go together, and it always has. And I've always done my best to try to do that with my own kids growing up, bringing them home. And even now that they're out of the house, one's married, has a grandchild. I have a grandchild. He has a, a child. The other one, she's, I don't know if she'll ever get married or not. She's figuring it out. She's figuring it out. She's got time. Yeah. Um, maybe I don't know. She she's 30. That, that biological clock's a ticket. I know. <laughs> yeah, let's not derail this. Finish your point. Um, but they, they know, they know, they know themselves that whenever we get together, no matter what we're doing, there's going to be food involved one way, shape or form, because they know food for our family is a, is a get together. It's a comfort thing. It's a thing to, to, to have together, to, to break bread together. So, you know, essentially it symbolizes That's where that phrase comes from. Yeah. You know, I, we're here, we're, it's, yeah. we're with each other and they know this. We don't do it as much as we should, but I'm trying the, to the, get there. The thing we, my family struggles with is bringing everyone together and everyone mm -hmm. knowing this is a, this is a place you can come to. Right. That's something we all, all <clears throat> need to work on, mm -hmm. but we're running out of time yes, here. And I don't want to do a fourth <laughs> section of this. So, right, so thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for this, listening to us for this long. Yep. For talk is cheap because why? Oh, everybody has something to say. True. Some say way more than they should. This is also true. You're not supposed to agree with me. <laughs> no, Will, your, your thoughts are valid. Thank you. I'm not saying that they're not valid. No, but you're agreeing that I talk too much. Uh, I just agreed that talk, you know, some talk sometimes. I think this one this one was valuable, though. <laughs> yes, it this, was. This one was valuable. Well, so thank you again, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Leave uh, a we, comment below. Talk we, to us. We appreciate your We'd support. appreciate it. Um. And yeah, we'll catch you guys next time on Talk is Cheap. Yes. Good Have night. Good night. That's our show, ladies and gentlemen. On behalf of Elise, Jeff, and myself, we thank you for your love and continued support. If you want to support us further or chime in on the discussion, you can find us at Facebook at Talk is Cheap. That's why we have a podcast. Or on Instagram at Talking underscore Cheap. 
Be sure to tell your friends, like our content, and share it. The best way we know how to do our job is for you guys to tell us what works and what doesn't. Anyways, love you all, appreciate all your support, and we will talk to you again soon.